hello, everyone. We want to welcome you to the very first episode of our new weekly podcast, Delicious Talk, where we'll be informally discussing everything from current events to ongoing social and political issues. Um, We can start with some brief introductions. I'm Nadine, 33 years old, and I live in Florida, and I'll be hosting this episode. Oh, and this is this is Shelly. I'm in Connecticut. I'm also 33 years old. Okay, and so we'll just dive right in, and we're going to start talking this week. Um, Barbara Walters had her 10 most fascinating people air on Friday, on yesterday, so or was it Thursday? Thursday. Thursday. So we're going to run down the list and share our thoughts on who she found fascinating. <laughs> so the first one. Um, number 10 was Betty White, whom I love. I love Nadine. We cannot start with Betty White. Can we please start with Oprah? (laughs) (laughs) Oprah wasn't one of the most fascinating. Oprah had her own hour. That's how fascinating she is. Well, yeah, she's fascinating, but she's her own topic. Oh, you want to start with Oprah and then go to the top 10 or. Okay. Let's just do it. It's okay. okay. (laughs) (laughs) So Betty White, I don't have an issue with. I love Betty White. I love White. Betty White. I think she's very fascinating. Me too. And especially at 88 to like totally resurrect her career. It's unbelievable. But, and she yeah. has such a great sense of humor. I love this woman. And like I loved she, her when she was Rose Nyland on Golden Girls. That, that she will always be Rose to me. I love her. But like she said, she never went anywhere. Like all of a sudden she's had this you know, surge in popularity, but she's like, I've been working consistently for the past 60 plus years. (laughs) So I didn't go anywhere, people. (laughs) (laughs) But for some reason this year, she just kind of, after that commercial. Yeah. After the Super Bowl uh, commercial. Yeah. Just like exploded. I love her. Okay. Who was the next one on the list? Mark Zuckerberg. Who is that? That is the founder of Facebook. You don't know who Mark Zuckerberg oh, is. Oh, no, I don't. I li- you know, I live in a bubble. Well, he is. I'm on, I'm on mommy duty 24-7. I think he's like the youngest billionaire in the world. That's what he's really famous for, I guess. Okay. But he is the founder of Facebook. Mm-hmm. And she found him fascinating, I guess, because for that reason. Yeah, well, I, I guess he is pretty fascinating, though. No? Yeah, he's in. he's pretty introverted and kind of awkward the Mm. interviews i've seen him in he's it's painful to watch it's always painful to watch (laughs) it is it's always painful to watch people who are just awkward when they're they're not they're not they're so nervous or they're so unsure of themselves that they're so self-conscious you know Mm. have you ever found that well yeah but i think it's because they're geniuses or is it genies how do you what is the plural i think it's geniuses yeah (laughs) so yeah I just think it's because he's a genius most most people in his realm are like that look at Prince you know musical genius he was just on the view um was it Thursday yeah I saw a commercial but I missed it It I missed it It but Michael Jackson they're all very uncomfortable when they're in in front of the camera and it's painful. It's like you love them so much or you admire them and you want them to be so self-confident. You want them to be able mm-hmm. to present themselves yeah. and, and answer questions with, with a certain confidence. And then when, when they're like painfully shy or painfully self-confident, it's just like, okay, don't give interviews. 
Just don't give them because, you know, uh, go po- write a blog, but don't give interviews. But who else is going to give it? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so then number eight was Justin Bieber. Uh, I like Justin. He's a cutie. <laughs> But as far as being the most fascinating, I mean, really, can you be most fascinating for being the teen cutie? Well, he's the most fast. I think Barbara was trying to attract a wide audience. Mm. He's the most fascinating to if you're a 12 year old girl, she says, if you're a 12 year old girl, you are, you know, you love Justin Bieber. So even my niece loves Justin Bieber. Yeah, so does mine. Yeah. (laughs) Hell, my sister likes him. She's 39. (laughs) Really? Well, I like some of his songs. The beats are are pretty good. Like, um, I don't can't think of any right now, but some of the songs are pretty catchy. I don't even know one song. Baby, 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 oh my baby. baby. <laughs> okay, we're gonna erase that. <laughs> okay, moving oh, on. The next one was the cast of the Jersey Shore. Oh, gosh, I have never watched that show, nor do I want to. I just think it's at the bottom of the barrel of reality TV stars. And, you know, I our shows rather. And, you know, I love reality TV. Yeah. And I just, you know, shame on you, Barbara. Shame, shame for shame. Is the <laughs> I whole think Barbara country... wanted ratings. <laughs> yeah. But is the whole country watching Jersey Shore? Really? They're, the they're most, very they're popular. The most fascinating. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? I've never watched it either. I've only heard about it and seen them in various places. Yeah. I'm like, most fascinating. (laughs) Yeah, I I think it's ridiculous. I just think she was really trying to appeal to a wider audience. You know, she's trying to hold on, Barbara, which I think she needs to hang it up, by the way. Move over. I've Let someone so else much do of it. That now. On Twitter, people definitely agree with that. It's like it's time for you to retire and let yeah. someone else step into that position. You know, yeah. pass the baton. But you know, somebody said on um, somewhere that she's just gonna have to be carried off TV. <laughs> <laughs> wheeled out on a gurney. Yeah, wheeled out. I think. It, and there's, you know, I understand that she wants to keep working. She wants to stay active or whatever, and yeah. that's what she does. And she's obviously doesn't want to give it up. Why should she have to? But at the same time, it's hard to keep yourself relevant when you're 80. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, you've done it. You know, on some level, I just, it's just selfish. That's what it was. Could she get, is it money? It's definitely not money anymore. Is it prominence? No, everybody knows you. She loves it. It's that, that's it. She just loves being on TV. It's what she does. She doesn't have any grandkids because she talks a lot about the fact that her daughter told her to get a dog. (laughs) (laughs) So she, you know, she needs to keep her life full and that's, that's how she does it. Yeah. But she could do charity. Go volunteer somewhere. (laughs) Give some money. You know what I mean? Or do an apprenticeship. You know, nurture younger exactly. talent of broadcasting. Exactly. Help Create shows. That, you, yeah. there, I'm sure there are tons of opportunity for her. But I guess that's just not her thing. Yeah. Watch. She's not going to stop till ABC kick her off. <laughs> ABC seems to be pretty loyal to her because uh, I know we said we we're going to talk about Oprah later, but 
Oprah said that she was trying to start a view like show. Yeah. ABC and said ABC no. ABC wasn't having it. And I think it's because they were loyal to Barbara. Yeah. Not because they didn't think it would work, but they know if Oprah started one, Barbara's show would, the view would be off the air. Yeah. So I think, you know, they are very loyal to her and that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Good for the other women's women on the view. They still have jobs. Exactly. <laughs> because you hear how Barbara was like, um, um, what'd she say? Well, thank God for that. That you know, yeah. <laughs> and she knows the view would have been right off the air. Mm -mm. <laughs> so who was next? Next is Sandra Bullock. I love Sandra. I love her too, but I don't know that she's all that fascinating right now. Why? I don't know because she won the Oscar. That was back in whenever the Oscars were March. Mm -hmm. And you know, the whole breakup with the husband, that was a few months ago. It's like, why is she still fascinating? But it's fascinating people of 2010, not the month, Nadine. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I, I, I do find her fascinating because in the middle of your star shining so brightly, your whole personal life is falling apart. And she handled it with such grace. That's true. Okay. I, I you know? to, yeah, I'll agree with you on that. Yeah, so she deserves to be on the list. I think so. I agree. Next was Jennifer Lopez. Ugh, why? <laughs> I don't see why she's fascinating this year. It's Just because, because she's the idol judge? That's I crazy guess. to me. Yeah, why wasn't Steven Tyler on here? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. get it. I don't know. I think she's a filler name. She was just filler. Mm. You know, and granted, I don't watch American Idol. I just feel like it's it needs to be canceled. That's all I feel. Well, it, I think if they don't really create a different show and not try to keep it the way it was, because it, it's over with, with Simon gone. Yeah. It's never going to be what it was. So they have to really try to make a new show. And if they don't get that, it, it's going to get canceled because people are going to stop watching. And Simon's going to start X Factor, an American version of X Factor. So oh. it's going to run the ratings, American Idol ratings, out of the, you know, in the. Yeah, room. yeah. Well, I'm over it. I've been over it. I haven't watched it in years. Who was next? Next was LeBron James. Oh, very fascinating. I think so because of the whole buildup his free agent and him being a free agent and where, yeah. he, where he was going to go. Yeah. yeah. They totally shook things up. I like that. I like it. Yeah. And I just, the only thing I would want to say about LeBron James is I think I'm not a big sports fan. Me um, either. So having said that, I still think it's ridiculous how crazy these people went when he chose to leave. Yeah. Was it Cle Cleveland? Mm -hmm. and go to Miami, and they basically were like threatening his life. Yeah, so it's like come did, on. Did you see what they did when he went back to Cleveland to play? Yeah, that they were they were like burning they, his 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 uh, jersey. Yeah. They booed him. Booed For him. that night, the the stadium actually sold paper cups versus plastic cups, just in case people threw them on the court at him. That's just it. It's excessive. Yeah. You know, and, and, no, and I understand sports fans are passionate, passionate yeah. it means a lot to them, but you guys need a little bit of perspective. Yeah. But the sad thing about it is that LeBron made that 
city. Thank you. For Tons of money and how they loved him. This is how fickle, you know, people are. And the minute he chose to do something for himself, they totally abandoned him. It's like, you are the worst person ever. And I don't even know that he did it for himself so much as I've done this. Now it's time to move on. No, but he it's his personal choice. I'm moving yeah. for me. You know, and, like I'm leaving here for me. Choose to move? How many wouldn't yeah. choose to move? Because he's not going to get a ring there. You know, he's he's the best player on that team. Nobody can back him up, yeah. you know, to like say, okay, we have a chance of one day winning a championship. So yeah. he, he had to move I, on. Yeah. But that's how it is, you know? It's like they love you today, they hate you tomorrow. Fickle, fickle, fickle. Yeah. Hmm. Next is Kate Middleton. Eh, why is she fascinating? Because she's marrying the prince? She's marrying the prince. Come on, <laughs> Prince. Why not have William? He's the fascinating one. I, I just, agree. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I, I, I just don't feel the excitement about her. I Me mean, either. I think because, you know, Diana, I, I still find fascinating. Mm -hmm. But Kate, mm, I don't know. And granted, I don't know much about her, but the, I watched the special. They didn't speak about anything that she's currently doing to make her fascinating by her own right. No, it's just because you're marrying the William, the prince. Yeah, so Barbara be... should have just had Prince William on. She's just, she's going to be princess of Wales. So that's why she's fascinating. Hmm. And of course the wedding is going to be the event of 2011. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, I wish them all the best. I still don't, I do you know, too. I mean, I, I love William. I, I love the, he's my favorite of the two, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I'm not, Feeling, feeling the excitement of the royals right now. Yeah, me either. Okay, so next, Sarah Palin. Oh, oh Miss Palin. Sarah freaking <laughs> Palin. <laughs> okay, let me I just say, I'm know. so sick of hearing about Sarah me too. Palin. Me too. Why is she still in our face? Like, oh, I'm so over it. I don't understand the media's obsession with Sarah Palin. Everything from The View, they talk about her every day. People on Twitter are just outraged. And to Entertainment Tonight, Inside Edition, all those shows, every day they're talking about Sarah Palin. Yeah. Why? What is this woman doing for mankind or for our, yeah. our country that she's yeah. being discussed every single day? And having the audacity to run for president, like, you were totally discredited when you ran in the last election. Like, how do you even compare to someone like Obama when you put resumes next to each other? How is this woman in the same league? Well, they say because she was governor of a state, a job she quit, by the way. And somebody on, on Twitter uh, made the point of saying, why was Barbara Walters addressing her as governor throughout this interview? Governor, governor this, governor that. She's not governor anymore. She quit being governor like over a year ago or something. And mm. so it's like she she she's not governor. And so anyway, they say because she was governor of Alaska, she's more qualified to be president than Obama was because he had never governed. <laughs> he had never had an executive position like that in government. So Oh my gosh. But did they look at how she governed? I don't know. 
I, I, from what I heard, because there was so much controversy surrounding her, her governance exactly. that I don't understand. Would you rather a bad, you know, a bad governor or someone that doesn't have that great a reputation governing a state versus new blood who, you know, has been doing great in other areas of his life? That's one of the reasons she quit, so that she could go. I think so she could go out and ride the Sarah Palin wave and make a lot of money because they say she's made millions. I'm sure since she left the governor's office. And, you know, that's fine. I'm, I'm all for that. Make your money because we all need to make money. But at the same time, I think our, our the blame is really on our media. Yeah. And what they but, choose to cover and, and put yeah. in our faces and in our consciousness. It's we can't really blame Sarah Palin. Yeah. But at the same time, we're both educated individuals and most of America is. So to me, it's like, when are we going to stop the media from brainwashing washing us? Like, can we not make our own minds up? I don't understand that anymore. Just like with um, the rally to regain sanity. I love that. Me too. Because I think people are losing sight of common sense. I agree. And I think that's why podcasts like Delicious Talk are needed because the people really need to start speaking up and saying, hello, there's just a few of you making decisions about what the majority of us want to hear. Yeah. And you're wrong. And if people don't start speaking up, it just continues. Yeah. It's, the it's like they keep pushing this person down your throat. Yeah. Like and seriously. Is. And I honestly believe Shelly that there is a very small segment of Sarah Palin fans and followers it's not the majority. Just looking at comments on Twitter, you can tell that most people are not interested in Sarah Palin or hearing about her. Yeah. So why then is there this imbalance between what you want to hear about and what you're actually hearing about? Yeah. Yeah. So people got to speak up. It's the same thing with all our social, our healthcare problems and all them other problems. People need to start taking to the streets and speaking out. Yeah. Saying hello, hello, that we are the majority. Yeah. Mm. That's my take yeah. On. But I'm over her. I've been over her in the middle of the elections. I was over her. I, me too. I mean, because she just made comedians. You know, she yeah. Gave them so and much it's like, material. is this who you want representing your country? <laughs> are you serious, America? Come on. <laughs> this is this this is going to be the face of our nation. I don't get it. That is something I can't wrap my brain around. I know. It's strange. Okay. And the number one, the most fascinating person of 2010, according to Barbara Walters, General David Petraeus. I can agree with that one. Like I told you before, I think that this man is, you know, he's doing a great job. I'm not for the war. I'm all for peace. But I, I do think that he's doing good. Well, he, I don't I don't know how he's doing. I, I really don't follow all that stuff. And mm -hmm. I don't find him fascinating. I mean, I wouldn't agree with him being the most fascinating. The most who would fascinating, you have picked? Who would I have picked? I don't know. I'd have to give it some thought. The most fascinating person of 2010? I don't know. But... It wouldn't have been him because. Uh, you know why I like the fact that she picked him, Nadine? Mm -hmm. He's not a celebrity. Right. He's not a socialite. He's right. not an athlete. Right. 
he's doing he's doing his job the best way he can and it's not for popularity all of these other people on this list are based on popularity but I still don't find him to be the most fascinating. <laughs> I think he's the most fascinating that um, would stay a secret. Nobody would guess. Mm-hmm. So for that purpose, good choice. But actually being the most fascinating person of the year, I don't think so. Okay, well, but next time, you need to think about that and come back for the next talk. Yeah, I'll, I'll, we can make our own list. <laughs> 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 Who we thought... We're the most fascinating people of 2010. Mm. So is that it? Or do you want to talk about Oprah now? Yeah, we got to talk about my girl, Oprah. I just love Oprah. I When I see her, I feel like I am not living up to my true potential. And that's the honest truth. Wow. I really do. I feel like, you know, when Barbara played that clip um, of the interview she had with her, when, when was that? Back in the 90s? I think it was 1988. 88. Wow. And she made the remark that I know I was here to do something great. Yeah. I was, I'm meant for greatness. And she spoke about how she got so much, you know, flack about it. Mm-hmm. And my God, this lady has totally that it's, it, she, it's like she knew her future. No one has done what she's done being especially a, a black female right. that that's coming from poverty. And it's amazing that she just knew that. And she yeah. said that before she spoke about the fact that when she was very small and her grandmother was um, you know, doing the laundry, doing laundry outside or, you know, shaking off rugs or something. And she was saying, you know, Oprah Gail, you know, watch me. Cause you're going to have to do this one day. And, she thought, no, grandma, no, I won't. It's yeah. Like she just always had this, you know, inherent knowing. Yeah. She but she had the courage to act on it, Nadine. And I think that's where a lot of us, you know, we fail in our, in this, I guess, in our journey, the failure to launch. It, yeah. It's crazy. But who would have thought like an overweight black, and she said this, overweight black woman with a afro at that <laughs> you know that's not mainstream america that's not what the average american wanted to see on their television think about absolutely it absolutely not and i think the fact that her per because they talk about the fact that it was her personality that yes. made her unseat phil donahue you know yeah. who everybody said you're nuts to be going up against him. yeah and she did and wow yeah and I do believe she is. She enjoys what she does. You could see it in her while she's on TV. And there's a definite connection with her audience, no matter what gender, race, nationality. It, there's a connection. And I think she's herself. She And what I like about her, which I'm sure, you know, we all have our secrets, but I get the feeling that she's not afraid to share. Like coming out and saying that, you know, I was a promiscuous teen and I was pregnant when I was in the fifth grade. You know, those aren't things that you, that's easy for you to tell the whole world. No, I think a part of telling is releasing it. Like, yeah, it's not, it doesn't have that power over you. Yeah. So when you can say it freely, 
then you're not living in shame anymore. It's just exactly. not controlling you anymore. Exactly. And I think that's what Oprah's really used her platform to do. And that's what the majority of the people connect with. Yeah. The fact that she's she's she will do that. And you know, that's just another reminder to everyone to be your authentic self. Yeah, she says that all the time. Yeah. All the time. And it's hard to be your authentic self because like she said, she was nervous about how people would react to her and yeah. you know, talking about the fact that she, you know, when she was in fifth grade she was pregnant and all this stuff. So yeah. it's 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 tough. And, you know, as far as like her talking about her relationship with Gail and people are making such a big deal of it and saying they're lesbians. I just think that's ridiculous. And yeah, people. But what a beautiful thing for for you for you to hear your friend say about you. Now, I did find it interesting that she would refer to Gail as the mother she never had. Yeah. Because Gail and she are contemporaries. They're the same, same age. So yes. To, to, I mean, I can see you having um, a mother figure, but they're usually more your mother's age. age. So for her to have a friend that's been like a mother to her, I found that interesting. Very yeah. interesting. Maybe but she got the nurturing from Gail that she needed from her mom. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if I if you read that Kitty Kelly no no I didn't I did and it had some interesting things to say about the relationship with Gail and about Oprah's personality period as being one who's like hides behind her her uh friends like behind Gail like when when her father was going to write that book about her Mm -hmm. about his life and he was going to talk about stuff relating to Oprah and she didn't he didn't tell her about it and she heard about it through a reporter asking her about it to comment. So she mm-hmm. called her dad and he says this in the interview that she called him up and, you know, said, dad, why are you writing this? And why didn't you tell me? And he said, well, I don't have to tell you everything I'm doing. And she was upset and, you know, they hung up. And then the next thing he knew, Gail was calling him and attacking mm-hmm. him, calling him at his shop. And like, you know, you know, why are you doing this to Oprah and blah, 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 blah. So he said, he told Gail, this is none of your business. So I just found it interesting because I don't know if it's just my personality, but I wouldn't want my friend calling my dad to, to go off on him about something. I can handle that myself. Why would I need yeah, you um, to Yeah, call? but it, everyone is different because I've done that for my sister. But that's your sister. No, but Nadine, you're, see, when you say that, you're, you, you're talking about blood. I have sisters that I have no connection with. Do you know what I mean? I have a friend who I'm closer to than most of my sisters. That's true. But why? To me, that's not your business. And granted, we don't know the the relationship between Gail and Oprah's dad. Exactly. And Gail has been around for like what? 25, 30 years. years. Maybe she felt comfortable enough to pick up. Exactly. So she has a a rapport with the father as well. So here it is. That's like, you know, if, if I was always coming around your house and your mom knows me and I'm seeing actions that your mom has taken and how it's impacted you because you're, you unload on me. Right. So, you know, I love you as my friend and I also have a rapport with your mom. So to, to smooth things over, I would probably take it up on myself to go to your mom and speak like, hey, you know, why are you doing this? You know, it's affecting Nadine in this manner. 
and I understand that. But if he, like he said, he told her, this is between Oprah and me, mind mm-hmm. your business. She can't do anything more. It's like, he's right. You know? No, and that's fine. So that's fine. Like Oprah, I guess what I'm saying is why, because number one, there, it shows that there is a problem in their relationship to begin with, that your dad is going to write a book and he didn't tell you. And, you know, she even said on, on the Barbara Walters thing that she doesn't have a very close relationship with her parents. Yeah. So yeah. I think there's some bitterness there. And that's why he could say to her, well, I don't have to tell you everything I'm doing. I, that would hurt me. That would bug me. Well, of course. And he knew it would hurt her. But think about it. If I wrote a book about my dad, would anybody buy it? Come on. <laughs> your dad might. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's writing this book just because he wants to make money. This is all about money. Everybody knows who Oprah is. Right. You know, if I was supposed to write a book about Neville, um, yeah. <laughs> well, Come that's on. True, but Seriously. I what I'm who is, is Neville? Nobody maybe... knows who Neville is. No one cares who <laughs> Neville is. My point is maybe some of Oprah's spiritual work is really getting to the root of the issues with her parents because- for her to cry when she's talking about Gail and Stedman, mm-hmm. but be so Nadine, and there you there you go again. You're mixing up blood and you know the fact that oh, this is your mother and this is your father versus true connections, true relationships that you have fostered. I understand that, but it's still, I think, unfinished business because it's mm-hmm. it, it's enough for her to say. Gail is the mother I never had. That speaks volumes. Her mother never raised her, Nadine. Come on. I get it. I get it. it. But it's, I don't know. I just feel like that's got to be an issue. But why? If it obviously something, you know what's so funny that I, I found, and I guess it spoke volumes to me when she said she provides, I retired my mother, I retired my father. To me, that means I support them now, right? And that's great, yeah. But I'm not the type of daughter that calls them every week. I don't visit all the time. And that is the same thing Tyler Perry said about his father when oh, they when father, Oprah interviewed him. I totally him. understand why he didn't talk to his father. Exactly. So why is it so difficult for you to understand why Oprah is not talking with her mom? Under- I do think I do understand it. I guess what I'm... What I'm nudging at is whether or not it's 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 resolved emotional business. I guess that's what I'm. I trying think to so. Say. I didn't I didn't gather any type of bitterness on her end because let me tell you, if I'm bitter, if I had issues with my parents, I wouldn't retire them. No, 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 no. But she. You was, know what I mean? But if you I would, watch it, I, I noticed that she was. You know, she paused. It's like I I heard a lot of unsaid. It's like she she answered it when when Barbara said, "Do you see your mom?" and she kind of looked and, "How's your relationship with your dad?" and she kind it's like she was censoring what she was saying. So that's I kind of detect unfinished business there. So it's like she she yeah, I just I don't know. That's just my sense. I don't know. I didn't get unfinished business. I get like, "Yeah, we have issues." And I still support them. Right. I'm not going to go in detail about the issues I have with them. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But I'll tell you What's what, the you know, the, the, the bottom line is I support them. I yeah. take care of them, the but I don't go around them. Me. Exactly. I like that when she said, you know, the same way they tried to do for me. 
That's what I do. Yep. Yep. And I can understand her issue with her dad because I think she talked about the fact that the his brother was the uncle who molested her. Yeah. And that, you know, they didn't really respond to it the way they should have. Like mm. he was, the uncle was still around. Yeah. She still she sees was, him. Yeah. And who wants to go around that? And I would be, kind, I would be very upset with my father too. If, if, yeah. you know, definitely. He, yeah. So I, I get that there are issues there. Definitely. Hmm. She'll always be my girl though. Can I respect her? And I'm looking lot. forward to her network. I can't wait for it. I think it's going to be great. And, yeah. and I think it's never been done before. Yeah. And I think others should take note and follow suit because she's right. What's going on today on TV is very insipid. Yeah. And it just plays to the worst in people, you know, their worst parts and, and, better tv programming yeah yeah i agree all right well this was good anything else you want to talk about no no i have to go be mommy right now (laughs) okay so thank you listeners for checking us out and stay tuned for next week's episode where hopefully we'll have our third half our third part anika (laughs) all right guys